Welcome to the Lead the Game podcast, exploring sports leadership at 360 degrees, delving into the secrets of high performance, audience engagement, and wealth creation within the sports industry. This podcast provides invaluable insights into various career paths within the sports industry. Whether you're a college student aiming to enter the field or an athlete striving for peak performance, Lead the Game equips you with strategies to overcome adversity and develop the skills necessary to thrive in the competitive industry of sports. So join host Eduardo Grandi on this journey of discovery and empowerment. Agent, but also as a mentor, and do you ever prepare them for what happens post-career and to post-career opportunities? Like maybe one day them becoming an agent or starting their sports agency one day. Is that a discussion which has ever has ever been picked up? Absolutely. That is what I do, man. I offer women the opportunity to pursue their lifelong dream, right? And that you now that you say that, I just thought about it. I give lots of opportunities. I have graduated over 75 interns with collegiate credit. Um, I talk to them as well about, you know, promoting and putting uh, sports, women in sport first. Um, From my initial athlete interview, um, free athlete evaluation, I actually asked the women, what did you graduate in? What was your degree in? Um, What are you currently doing? What do you want to do now? Um, And they tell me and I say, okay, well, this is what we'll do while you're playing. These are the funds that we're going to use to pay your bills here, but then also we're going to save. And every time you get a job, this is what we're going to do. A lot of my women have online businesses. So when they go overseas, they're running their businesses online. Um, I actually have a client whom I just gave a part of my agency to, uh, Khadija Brown Haywood. She's actually the lady with the most championships on my agency. She has five international championships um she's opened up well it was my idea but i wanted her to run it uh (laughs) my semi-pro to pro division um and we hate the word division because we're all together uh but that sector of (laughs) the actual agency she's helping women from the semi-pro level become legitimate professionals Um, Whereas they come in and they've only played two years of semi-pro ball. And what we do is we give them the grooming that they need. Uh, We help them with their player profiles, get them with the film. We get them the new client orientation. Uh, We send them out to uh, different combines. When we get um, rookie status jobs uh, with lower paying salaries, those are the stepping stones for them. So we get them that look and they get the chance to go overseas. We have about I have about 10 women that play uh, semi-pro in my league and come from my league and get opportunities to play professional because everything is owned by the agency. So the opportunities that I give to the women are always outside of this sport because once this ends, you have to have something to lay back, fall back on. You don't want to just you know, stop saying, stop playing professionally and then start working at McDonald's or Wendy's or, you know, a fast food chain and not talking about those entities because they 
they take care of the bills. Okay. <laughs> um, but as far as coming from a professional into that realm, it'll be kind of just crazy for you. Uh, but I, I do, I help my women get NIL deals. Um, I help my women with a lot of things. So opportunities are like endless when it comes to them. I have four degrees myself. I have an associate's, a bachelor's, two masters, a certificate in athletic administration. So I have to make sure that education is a huge part of this and that these women have the complete understanding of what it is to be a professional and what it is to be a retired professional. And talking about NIL, um, I was recently reading that six women's sports made the top 10 list for NIL compensated sports. And the success female athletes are having in the endorsement deal market, what do you think is the most important strategy a female athlete should adopt to stand out in the endorsement market and receive deals? And if there are any strategies you teach your clients and athletes? Well, honestly, just the best tip that I can give is be you, be authentically you, um, but also be professional you. Um, those women are doing a great job uh, because we are the promoters. Uh, I'm not saying that men aren't great promoters, but it's kind of like you want to see something new. You want to see something different. You want to see some flair. Um, and not saying that the men don't provide those things. Okay. But it's just something new for the women because now we're able to be heard. Our voices, our opinions uh, now matter. Um, because now we have a choice to decide whether if we want to promote this product or if we don't want to promote this product. If we're looking at this product realistically and whole and wholly and saying like, okay, this is something that I know I wouldn't use, so why would I promote it? Um, and I think that the the choices that the women have given these other uh, companies or entities in in the sports industry and outside of the sports industry to market and develop them as well. Um, are great and, and it helps the women now see these products and 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 utilize them and refer them in a different light. Um, I know everybody refers things that are helpful. Uh, so I, I think that women in that place and and controlling that NIL market would be is a great thing because now women primarily have a voice and you're going to be seen. And then lots of times they're not seen. So I would say definitely be you, uh, definitely be truthful and honest in, in everything that you're doing and, and make sure that you look at every scenario that is trying to approach you because everyone won't be the, the best one for you. Um, we got to stop worrying about the money and worrying about the message that we're putting out. So um, I would definitely say pick the right company because it's kind of hard supporting something that you feel like is a, a job or promoting something that you feel like is difficult to promote because you really don't wholeheartedly believe in it, but because the money is coming, it's there. Talking about sending a message instead of focusing on the money. A couple of months ago, um, Odell Beckham Jr. signed um, the highest earning contract in NFL history um, without any sports agent uh, negotiating the deal. It was all done by himself. Um, and 
in a market today where we also see NIL platforms who provide deals directly to the athletes who can accept or ignore, where do you see the future of sports agents shifting? Wow, that, that's that's a good that's a good 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 one. I just seen the other day that the, that an agency is literally going to launch a website where clients can literally go on this website, load all of their information, and directly communicate with the teams overseas. Now, I'm going to be completely and totally honest with you. I think it's a genius idea because it stops us, the agent from having to communicate with individuals, but now they're directly communicating with the teams or they're, they're directly communicating with clubs. And I'm pretty sure this platform is gonna utilize some way that they are the primary source for these clubs and for these teams. I'll give you the name once we get done, but I'm not gonna give them any for free publicity today, okay? I'll cut this um, <laughs> <laughs> But they're definitely going to um, have this format that leaves us as agents and agencies in the dirt. Um, it's almost like AI is going to take over and be an animated agent for you and <laughs> do all your necessary paperwork and get it done. But we don't know anything about you. So we're just going to send anybody out there behind our name. And that in itself um, and and, and I, that happens to me, right? I have clients that, that are directly contacted by teams and it leaves me out. But when it comes to issues, right? When it comes to something that they did not read in that contract, when it comes to something that they did not say or agree to verbally, but it was in that paper and they just so happened to miss it or the terminology wasn't properly uh, translated and, and he didn't get that she didn't get the information then that's when you need an agent that's when you need an agency to help you through those things okay my client did not agree to this this is what my client agreed to I think that that puts us in a bind of not being able to directly communicate with the athlete and I'm gonna be honest with you some athletes are just too lazy they're too lazy to even just go online upload the information and send it off and then they got to wait and then they got to wait on the email response and then they got to wait on the team to review the profile all in all they're not hearing anything back they're not in touch with an individual they don't know what's happening so i feel like when players make their own deals it's a great it's a great thing but it's also it's a, it's a bad thing because they could be missing something and then when players don't make their own deals, it's it's a lot easier for us to get everything that we need for the athletes so they're not confused or they're not worried about their contracts or what they have to do, but they can focus on their job, focus on winning, focus on helping this team grow. So, I mean, I, I think it, it's... Um, and I hate being a fence sitter, but I'm definitely a fence sitter when it comes to it, because honestly, that online platform takes away a lot of administrative work, lots, okay, lots of administrative work, but then it takes away from the bond that you create with your client. Absolutely. And um, so the last question is advice giving through 
the mentorship and guidance which you provide your athletes and your interns. You grow them into future leaders of whichever industry that they want to go into. But if they decide to one day want to provide value to the sports industry and one day create their own sports agency, what is the most important lesson um, which you would um, transmit to them that you have learned over the course of the years? Never let anyone tell you that you can't do this. Like that this idea is the stupidest idea that you've ever thought of. And how do you think you can actually run an agency? Or how do you think that you're going to get these people to listen to you? Uh, stay away from those negative people. Um, work in silence, literally work in silence and, and connect with individuals that have been there, done that, and are still pushing to keep their businesses thriving. Um, be a mentor, learn a lot, expose yourself to a lot of things that you don't think are necessary, but believe me, they're going to become necessary. Um, when you meet certain people, you're going to find out that you probably have nothing in common with them, but the sports world. So you have to find other commonalities with individuals to, to, to grow yourself. Then most important, and I can't stress this more than anything, you're networking. Networking is the most important thing. You can be the brokest person on earth. Like you could have no money. You, you, you could have no car, um, no video games, no big screen TVs, no. But if you have a network of individuals, then you have everything. Because your connection with those individuals can help you and your business grow, but also helps them and their business grow. So now they have something. And if they're already established, that's even the better way to go. Because now you can learn something from somebody that's been working and, and they can teach you and how to avoid certain things and how to literally um, work through turmoil. And because that's going to happen. Okay. Um, and also have a good partner. <laughs> Me, I don't, I have, I have a partner, but she's a client partner. So it's kind of like, I'm still doing all the work on my own, um, but I love it. And I would do this for free, but we all know that's not, it's, it's not feasible, but um, this, that's some, that's something that I would definitely tell anyone that's coming into this industry uh, to definitely have a network um, and, and to never listen to the negativity, because if you wholeheartedly believe that this is something that is needed and, and you need it to be done, do it. Do not hesitate. Do it. So Shawana, thank you so much for your, your words and the hopes that this episode leads um, our valuable individuals that are listening to us today to pursue their own activity and strive either as athletes or to one day become sports business leaders. Thank you again for your time and the best of luck for the future of the Ladies First Agency. Well, thank you so much. And it was a pleasure being here with you today.